Make sure to watch The Ringer's new live reaction show, Talk the Thrones. Each week, Andy Greenwald, Mother of Dragons' Mallory Rubin, my office roommate Chris Ryan, and our very own maester Jason Concepcion are coming to you live after the East Coast airings of Game of Thrones Season 7. Talk the Thrones will stream exclusively on Twitter and Periscope right after each episode ends and can be found on The Ringer's Twitter handle, at Ringer. They'll be reacting at the same time as you, contextualizing the events and explaining everything that just unfolded. Again, the show is called Talk the Thrones, and you can stream it live after the East Coast airings of Game of Thrones Season 7 on our Twitter and Periscope, at Ringer. Welcome to Bachelorette Party, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Juliette Littman. It was supposed to be Fantasy Suites Week, and I'm feeling pretty pissed off. So the only person I want to talk to you right now is the Ringer's Bachelorette recapper, Mr. Roger Sherman. Hello, Roger. Thank you for having me. Of How's it course. going? Um, I'm mad. That's, that's the truth. I thought it was Fantasy Suites Week, and Rachel's sister had to get pregnant and, and then time her almost birth with uh, when the fantasy suites should be. So they had a format change, which meant we spent like the first hour plus of this week's episode in Dallas with the Lindsay family. How did you feel about that, Roger? Well, yeah, there was one third of the weird lead up to sex that we were expecting. (laughs) We expected three awkward lead ups to sex and then shots of people with a shirt or pajamas out in the morning. And instead it only happened once, which... You know, it turns the whole thing for a loop. That's supposed to be a whole episode. They play, they shoot fireworks when the sex is happening. <laughs> they, you know, they, they do the shots of the door closing. So they they mixed it up, and it it also means that we'll we'll get the fantasy suites are sort of pushed into the season finale next week. Which, right. Which, I mean, I I like that experience as its own little self contained package. That's of, true. That's a good like, point like awkward, you know, toying around with the idea that these people are finally getting to interact with each other in intimate ways. Well, thank you for saying intimate. The way they discuss it is, um, I think, intimate alone time. That's that's the official phrase, which is just so absurd. I'm happy that's kind of like where we've landed because it's it's the dumbest way they could possibly say it maybe alone time but intimate alone time is like pretty hilarious um the one overnight that we got to see the lead up to was eric's date which to me means eric's out there's no way i mean there's just it's clear that eric's not winning for a lot of reasons uh what to you would be like the 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 clearest indication that eric does not win well yeah that the fact that they sort of you know had him in there as the sort of ending of the of the other episode as opposed to the, you know, lead into the more dramatic parts of the finale, I think is a, a pretty good indicator. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He He's just um, considerably more normal than the other two contestants at this point. The yes, other two are, are both like branched out onto these weird limbs of like what level of relationship they are with uh, Rachel. And they're very psyched up about, about that. And, and, Eric, on the other hand, is just acting like sort of a normal person, which automatic red flag. Uh, Brian threw some serious shade at Eric this week when he was like, this is a really big deal for him. He hasn't met anyone's family in seven years. 
Brian's a dick. I'm I'm ready to say it. Brian is rude. I did not appreciate that on Eric's behalf. And I just feel like they really they really overstate on this show like how bad it is when someone like hasn't been in a relationship in like the last like 2 years basically. It's kind of like you have you have cancer if you if you haven't met someone's family in the last 2 years. Yeah, they they really treat it like like there's something wrong with this human. He can't be ready for this. He like you know, maybe he just it, maybe it's not his fault. Right. You know? Or uh, or maybe, or maybe may- he just like he takes relationships seriously. Doesn't want to rush into it, although his time on the bachelor would indicate otherwise. But still, it's possible. I think they they can frame any like like set of circumstances in a person's life as a huge red flag. Like if you've just gotten out of a big relationship, they're like, oh, I'm just not sure that he's in the right mindset. Maybe he's doing this for because he just got out of a big relationship. No, no matter what has happened in your life, they will find a way to show the lead talking and, and play dramatic music where they talk about how, you know, they're they're having doubts. Yeah. They're having doubts because, you know, because your parents got divorced. Right. Does this person know that that happens to a lot of people? It didn't have anything to do with them. I know <laughs> it's not your fault. As as like a, a child or you know of a of divorce, it's never your. It's not your fault. I mean, I, yeah, I that was just an example of the things that they <laughs> sure. Like, We're yeah. not trying to target children of divorce here on this podcast. <laughs> no, it, it's like pretty much any situation. Um, in in Brian's case, there are a lot of things that I actually do sort of consider to be weird red flags. Okay, I know where this is going, and let's talk about it. Brian is uncomfortably obsessed with his mother. What the fuck? Yeah, that's... There's there's some weirdness there. Um, a lot of things about Brian strike me as weird. Um, let's just explain the mother situation. The big, yeah. The tensest moment between Brian and Rachel's family was when he was explaining to them that the most important person in his life is his mother. And then Rachel's family was like, well, if there's a dispute between wife and mother, whose side do you pick? And it was like drawn out until ultimately they were like, he would choose the wife, of course. And the fact that it was even a conversation is like the reddest of flags. There's nothing else the other two could do that wouldn't be a, a brighter, redder flag than that. That's absurd. Well, also the previous week when he was with his mom, there were, the loyalty conversation came up too. His mom was like... You can't take the you can't take a man away from his mother to Rachel, basically. And she like so yeah, there's there's something going on there. And he hinted that his his ex girlfriend's relationship ended because of friction with the mob. So there's mom stuff. There's uh, that's that's an understatement. If I were Rachel, I'd be really freaked out by that. I don't know. I just think it's um alarming to say the least. And you know, the other thing is he's he's 37 and there's nothing wrong with being 37 and single. No. But if you're 37 and single and also immediately tell people that um you're in love with them like instantly have you been doing that for your entire life? <laughs> like has he been telling every woman that he's met one month after meeting them, you know, I love you, I love your family, you're you're perfect? Cuz if so, the either he's scaring people off or something has gone horribly wrong, or you know maybe he's just extremely insincere because he's on a television show and acting differently than he has previously. Because I mean, also, on TV. 
Just are, a suggestion. Are you telling people that you love them and that also that your mother's the most important person yeah. in your life? Because that's a bad one-two combo if I, if I have to if I have to say, you know? That's just not not appealing. Great mom, though. Big fan of the mom. I like how she, she like, semi-seriously threatened to kill Rachel uh, if if she crossed her son. And then they laughed, and then it, there was no real resolution. They went, ha, 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 ha. And then, you know, the, the threat of the murder was still up in the air. She never took it back. There, there's, a, there's a non-zero chance that this season of The Bachelorette ends like a Shakespearean play where Brian's mom comes and kills Rachel. <laughs> that's the that's the ending you're going to script? Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't explain how we've seen Rachel in public since then, but I don't know. CGI. Well, f- they figure out this sort of stuff. They don't... They, maybe they would have sold it earlier in the season, but I don't know. Um, Peter also was taking shots at Brian. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught that, but this the, is... Much fake butts on social as well. What'd you say? People from Miami have uh, fake asses, fake boobs, and fake and cheeks. fake cheeks. Yeah. So Roger, you have family in Florida, don't you? Yes. My my uh, dad's side of my family is Jewish and Cuban. Nice. And th- that's where those two communities intersect <laughs> entirely in Southern Florida. Um, yes. Two great cuisines, by the way, Jewish and Cuban. Are we really gonna hype up Jewish cuisine to yeah, I like the people? It. I like a good, I like a good pastrami sandwich. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's not great. Matzo ball I, soup. I'll, I'll go with Cuban over okay, Jewish. Okay, sure. But there's, I just want to say, you put those together, you get a lot of, you could get some good things happening. That's just except my, that's my all point. the Cuban stuff that involves pork. I guess okay, my family fine. doesn't care about that. They eat pork. Okay. My Cuban family. Cool, great. So, how were you offended <laughs> by uh, Peter's assessment of? Um, Brian's family? I mean, well, it was just of people in Miami in general. Sure. And uh, I, I believe there is some sincerity in the South Florida region. There are <laughs> also several fake body parts. I'm confused by the cheeks, though, and I was hoping you could talk me through that. Because was he talking? Because he already specified fake asses. Right. And then he said fake cheeks. Right. That's a weird. I mean, cheek implants well, are, about the butt cheeks? are a thing. Um, and some saw that as shots at Brian. He does have very prominent cheeks, but I don't. I don't know. I saw pictures of him because Brian's been around the around the way in the reality world. He's been on previous reality shows, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I'm I'm pretty into googling plastic surgery. Like I I noticed um, Meghan Markle of of Prince Harry and Suits fame has a very similar nose to. Missande on Game of Thrones. So I was Googling plastic <laughs> surgery this week because I was like, is that they born with the same nose or do they have the same plastic surgeon? Probably probably the same plastic surgeon. So I was I was like, you know, I look for these signs when I watch people on TV and it never really occurred to me that Brian had fake cheeks. It looks like pretty natural on his face. But I feel like Peter was trying the, the so the theory is that Peter was trying to imply that. But I don't know if Peter's really someone who's like thinking about that. Although I don't know. He's referencing fake boobs, fake cheeks, fake asses. Can, can I can I put you on the spot as both a bachelor and yes. expert on other people's plastic surgery? Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite example of uh, bachelor contested plastic surgery? JoJo, hands down. Her boobs got a lot of attention while she was at the Bachelorette, and there was a lot of discussion about if they were fake or not. And I think they are fake. Yes. Did it did it change in between her stint no. as a? So it it remained. It was pre it was pre pre reality TV. 
I, think. I like what, if I she has when, real boobs. I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure they're fake. I love when people go on the show and then realize they're semi-famous and need to get the IG following up. Yeah, and, and they come back with new boobs. When they're on Bachelor in Paradise, and it's like that's an entirely different human being. Totally. There are three aspects of their face that are not the same as they were three months ago. Yeah, I think I think weight loss is also really common, and I really get that. I think if I was on TV and then had to like watch myself for 10 weeks, I probably would stop eating entirely. So I really get that. Or it'd be like a liquid diet, all smoothies all the time. The, the Kanye West... Uh, Ensure for breakfast and boost for dessert. And they're always eating pretty good stuff on the show. Oh, yeah. And drinking. Don't forget the drinking. That is. Yes, that that is. That is a lot of cows, a lot of empty cows, as they say. It's it's tough having to uh, suddenly become famous after all the eating and drinking that you do in your first brush with fame. I know. It's so hard. Um, Of all of the fake drama, who would you say made the best impression on Rachel's family? Um, you know, it's funny. I, I liked how Peter's, uh, I actually really cannot possibly commit to your daughter play sort of kind of like piqued their interest in him. I know. It's like, they every, were like everyone wow, this wants is so genuine. <laughs> it's so genuine how he doesn't care for her in the way that everyone else does. Like he's not faking for TV, but uh, that's just a weird tactic on his part. On the other, am, and then we learned that his parents got married after they were dating for one month. So you'd think he'd want to jump right in, yeah, or or understand that that's a thing that happens. I know, but he was like, the, he's the most cautious of them all. He's, I I don't know. Like, it's not like there's this expectation that uh, everyone in this position gets married. Like he, everyone. Virtually everyone who wins this show ends up breaking their word within, you know, maximum three years. But he's setting himself up so cautiously that, like, you don't need to do this, my friend. You, you can just go into it and and say you're deeply in love like everyone else and then break up. And no one will think you're, well, we'll, we'll, we'll think less of him, but... It's it's not uncommon at all. It's, you're you're just like everybody else. But he's he's making sure to set up for some sort of weird. How long has it been since there wasn't a proposal at the end of the series? Um, it's been a while. I think the last one without a proposal. Brad, perhaps. Uh, Brad won. Obviously, it's, it's been- it was a thing that used to happen somewhat regularly, and yeah. now I feel like, it, you know. We got to get Neil Lane on here. Totally. Can't have, can't waste Neil's appearance. No. He, he, clearly, he doesn't have a lot of free time, and this is very precious to him, those few seconds he, he gets every season. Peter, I, I think Rachel seems into Peter, and she just does, he just doesn't seem that into her. He, first of all, seems very stressed out. He's gone gray over the course of the season, <laughs> which, which, first of all, I like. I think it makes him more attractive. I didn't notice that. <laughs> Did you or did you not? I didn't notice yeah, that. Maybe he just left his, like, Just for Men back in Wisconsin. It's like an Obama situation. He's stressed out, <laughs> you know? I, I don't know. He just did all the pressure of being on this show is really getting at him. Those yeah. are the two most stressful things, president and person who yeah. is Contestant in the, the running to win The Bachelorette. He just doesn't seem, he doesn't seem, like, elated. Brian is definitely, Brian and Eric are way more invested in Rachel than, than Peter seems to me. He just, Eric? like... 
I, when's the last time Peter was like excited about something? I can't think of it. The the first time um, when they when they got into the dog sled, he really liked the dogs and the dog That's sled, true. and he really liked the dogs when they went on the dog date. He's just always surrounded by puppies, which you'd think would make him the happiest person. It would with me, but yeah, I don't no. know. It's not doing it for him. No, Eric he, seems the happiest. I, he just always seems like he's having a great time. I know, but you want to know what? Rachel's really not into him. The, just her body language and the way that she talks to him was really rough. Like at one point, we'll we'll play the clip in a second. But at one point, she was like, "Um, he was like, what do you like? What do you like about me?" And she's like, "Yeah, you're pretty good." And I was just like, "Oof, that kind of like humor is like a deflection." But here, let, let's roll the clip. You'll be great as long as you're yourself. Yeah. You'll be great. You know, I want them to see what I see in you. What do you see? I mean, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> just all right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So like that's if I'm Eric, I'm not into that. Like I, I feel like we're past. They should be past the point where she's like playful, and that's just a deflection, if you ask me. Yeah, but he he seems to be enjoying. Just being there, which I would too. It looked really pretty in Spain and stuff. <laughs> it looked pretty. That was a true. very pretty little uh, little monastery they went to off on the cliff. All right, it well, looked great, and there was champagne. Yeah, I I'd know be you. Want, a great time. I know you want to talk about the wine scene in Spain. We'll get to that, but first, let me let me talk about our sponsors this week. Our first sponsor this week is, of course, Hotel Tonight. It's an awesome app that helps you find amazing hotel deals at the last minute. It sounds counterintuitive, but unlike flights, hotel rates usually get cheaper at the last minute, and Hotel Tonight helps hotels sell their unsold rooms. It allows them to pass those deals along to you. These aren't last resort places. They're actually cool, top-rated hotels you want to stay in. And with so many awesome partner hotels in a ton of different countries, Hotel Tonight can help you find a great hotel almost anywhere. It's perfect for a spontaneous getaway or finally going on that trip you've been wanting to take for a while. I used Hotel Tonight most recently to go to Las Vegas. I planned a trip less a week in advance and I was able to stay at the Venetian. And you want to know what? It was a delight. Even though the app's name is Hotel Tonight, you can book up to a week in advance. All it takes is 10 seconds. Just three taps and a swipe. So get in on these killer last minute deals and download the Hotel Tonight app now. All right, we got to talk about uh, what happened in Spain. But first, I want to talk about Rachel's family. Mm -hmm. I was offended by her brother-in-law. At one point, he was like trying to like, he was like, calm down, relax. Okay, let's play that clip. He was approaching it from an emotional perspective. You are? No, I'm not. Take a second. No, I'm not. Hold on. Your your reaction to your mother right now is extremely emotional. No, I don't understand. So she's trying to explain it right now. And I don't understand you neither, though. Okay, that's like not how I want anyone in my family to talk to me, particularly when I'm the center of a television show and when I'm going through the very stressful activity of bringing three guys home. Like, brother-in-law, back off, dude. Don't tell me to calm down or relax. Like, I'll feel how I want to feel. Um, they're, they're, I, I don't think they were the worst family. And no. They, they, they seemed like they, they had her interests and they weren't overwhelmingly excited about being on TV as no. families often are. <laughs> And yeah, the brother-in-law a little much, maybe. He still he stole the show on Nick season two, if you recall. He was like, yes, he's very assertive. He like wants he wants the camera time. Uh, and the this um the sister, although disappointing that she's decided to take part in the miracle of human life and you know have a child when there's a more important season of The Bachelorette happening, but she was very good at. Well, she called Brian out. Uh. 
which I, which was great. <laughs> I was very proud of her when she was just too. like, like, yeah, everything you're saying in, in three minutes seems to be like, I've learned everything I need to know about you and you're extremely insincere. Yeah, I know. They, I, were, they, were, they it, saw through him, I think. It took me like, like four episodes to do that. <laughs> and those episodes are edited. She did it in person. I was, I was like, good job. You, if you watch the whole season, you'll find out that you're right. I just have a real aversion to Brian. I cannot deal with him. I, I actually feel bad about how mean I am about him, but he's just so smarmy and like, ooh, I can't. You were one of the first. I, I think you called it. Day like, one. Yeah, right towards the beginning. Yeah. Never- and, but you know what? So did, hypothetically, so did Rachel. She said, when I first saw you, I thought you were a douchebag. <laughs> she said that. And, and She still gave him the first impression, Rose, though. So I guess she likes douchebags, but we're supposed to gather from that. Yeah, that that is true, but I, I got the sense that she was saying like it, it seemed like an act, um, and and after after ten weeks or so, she's assessed that it's not an act, and the rest of us all disagree. <laughs> Led for, first and foremost by Juliet Litman. Thank you, thanks, Raj. I, I'll no, I, I'll give you credit for this. All I've got is my sense of character, you know. <laughs> All I've got to go on. Um, give me your best theory on where Rachel's dad is. Um. So, yeah. So the story with that is he's a judge. He's yes. a very important judge. He's, he's a, federal uh, like judge. a federal judge yes. in Dallas. Busy job. Yes. Uh, so last year they went to Dallas and he didn't appear. And they said, look, he was just busy with work. We like guarantee he'll be on when Rachel is the bachelorette. But this time they had three times as many opportunities to get him and he was not there. Zero um, times. So he either, met zero of the guys on camera at least. Yeah. Either he is judging up a storm, which is likely because judging sounds difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like being a lawyer, but more? Being a, a Yeah. I mean, you, first of all, some judges are elected. So I don't know if those are. But so there's a lot. He, a, no, federal judge is appointed. Appointed. You're right. Like. I feel like, like we're currently going through. Um, yeah. So there's you either know, that or he hates the Bachelorette, which I would also understand. Or maybe he just doesn't want to be on TV, or maybe he's like self conscious. I think it's probably more likely that he's not allowed to because of his his job. But they did basically say like, like he will, uh, he will be on the show. Like he's excited about his daughter doing all this. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm open to the idea that. There is, you know, you've got to put on the robes. You've got to hear the cases. You've got to decide the cases. That's a lot of work. That's that takes true. up weekends. But they, I feel like they were also there on a weekend. They it's, said they. It's impossible to tell. I just well, they they said they were gonna go to church, which you could do on a weekday too, of course. But I, I assumed it was a Sunday setting. It's fascinating how much church is a part of Rachel's life, not because that's like abnormal or weird but I can't really think of a previous contestant or lead who was like so genuinely religious or in, or like invested in that, that their community there certainly have been I guess Sean Lowe I get like there certainly have been other people in this universe who are religious and go to church or whatever but I, I think it's like so much more foundational for her and it's been actually yeah. kind of interesting to see that kind of come up on the show they brought it up like Ben Ben is pretty Christian. Yes, he is. And and talks about it a lot on off off camera, you know, on social media and stuff. But yeah. um 
yeah, her, they went to her church last year. Uh, uh, she took Dean on a date yeah. to church, which must have been a little odd because his father converted to Sikhism. I know. And it is like loaded he, for him. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's interesting the way they framed that. And they, they hinted at going again. Um, not definitely like tells you more about her than the normal date activity. You know, I would never consider that as a date, uh, you know, a religious. Yeah, I know. Uh, like early. Least, and she's not an early on date. Time. Give it a yeah, couple week, a couple even months. If it, even if it is a part of your life. Totally. Um, so it's interesting the way they've chosen to not just that she's pursued that, but that they've chosen to go with it. Maybe also we just don't understand. Like, because maybe, you know, like I'm not religious like that. And so, or, so like maybe I just don't, I don't understand it you know but it, it, it's been fascinating i, I thought it's kind of cool actually and they've de- yeah no and they've definitely had other you know religious people and haven't chosen to uh, you know make it a feature yeah um rachel's just very real i think she's bad at faking things which is one of the reasons why it's kind of this week was kind of funny because she just like doesn't seem like you can tell when she's not as into someone it's just so obvious to me yeah, she's great, and it's been disappointing how bad of a season it's been. I know, I know. Because, like, she hasn't done anything wrong, and just all these collapses have happened around her that have made the show cringeworthy and bad, and she's out there, you know, handling things with, you know, humor and joy and, you know, generally responding well to things. I There were a few missteps that... that could sort of be attributed to her. The mm-hmm. Kenny and Lee two-on-one date, hypothetically, we're like we're supposed to believe that she wrote down, and I want Kenny and Lee to go on a date together because they're the two people I'm not I'm curious about right now. But no, that's that's not the way that actually no. works. They, Definitely, they, she didn't have. I mean, if she did have control over it, I don't think that she would um, have the, enough information to know that what that what that setup was. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think she was probably aware as filming was happening that that would be so controversial or like uncomfortable. And then Dean kept saying like, hey, please don't make me go to visit my dad. Right. And and she seemed not to notice that he was saying that, which totally seemed like not her. Peter kind of filled the Dean role this week, I thought, because like Dean was definitely kind of over it by the time they got to his hometown. Yeah. And I just feel like Peter's over it now. He's just kind of like, eh, I'm He's gray. almost there. I'm gray <laughs> and <laughs> I'm stressed out and I'm not ready to propose and I'm, and I'm just not into it. I, and I just feel like I feel like that there's always been someone every week who's just kind of like, eh, not so into this. You know, he's the lame duck bachelorette contestant. You know, he's not up for re-election. <laughs> He could do whatever he wants and he just doesn't care. I just feel so sad for Eric. Like watching his date in Spain, which looked delightful. We'll talk about wine in a second, but first. Did you know that you can listen to Channel 33 Bachelor Party and others from the Ringer family on Spotify? Yes, the streaming service that you know and love for music is also fully loaded with podcasts. Find us in the podcast section within the browse tab when you're using Spotify on mobile or just by searching for Channel 33 Bachelor Party. While you're there, click to follow us to have our new episodes delivered right to your Spotify library. Head to spotify.com slash podcast for more. Again, that's spotify.com slash podcasts. Would you like to talk about the wine situation now, Roger? You wrote about it. Yeah. Um, first of recap. all, more than I've ever seen of with all of the plentiful wine, more than I've ever seen of people just leaving their glasses 
and walking away, which really offends me at a personal level. You don't leave behind. You don't leave behind wounded soldiers. You finish your wine and move on with your life. But Rachel was just abandoning half consumed glasses of wine everywhere on this show. Deeply personally upsetting to me. Um, but yeah, they were in La Rioja in Spain, which is where good wine comes from. And they went to the vineyard where a old, potentially drunk Spanish man sang to them in Spanish sure, and made knows? them do wine activities. Um, great. I, I, I love that old, potentially drunk Spanish man, whether he was drunk or not. He's my, my favorite character of the season thus far. I hope he's the next, well, he's been married for 57 years, but I somehow hope he's the next Bachelor. Maybe we could just have some kind of wine show or something like that. Yeah. It, it is true. Or, I feel like the people who kind of like come along with the drinking activities are often the most fun, like the bartenders and this guy. They're, they're yeah. essential. The I'm sorry. I'm blanking on the Bachelor in Paradise um, bartender's his, name. I believe his name is um, Jorge. Who they, who they kicked off. They kicked off Jorge. He's not bad. Well, they didn't kick him off, but he's not going to be on the upcoming. Yes, it's Wells. It's what they made Wells the, de- Wells the bartender. Is, yes. No, I'm. That's. I have so a, is I have a for, story. This is a personal story. I was please. trying to get in touch with Wells through m- several means of communication. And he just completely ghosted me. I was just like, I can't believe that Wells is is ghosting me. Like I I tried so many ways, tried to have Nick get it, have him get in touch with me, and I was so offended. And I was like, wow, I'm being big time by Wells. I just like I didn't know that I was that mean to him. And then I found out he was gonna be in paradise, and that's why he didn't have his phone. But there so, was the interregnum in between filming. He could have hit me back, and he didn't. And I just was really offended. So is he allowed to be like a participant if he is? In a bartender duty? No, he's not. Like that, be or you mean in Paradise or on my podcast? Yeah, yeah and no, in in Paradise. Yeah, yes, like, he is. I mean, of course he is. I'm obviously why send Wells there? Who's like I would argue maybe the most eligible bachelor in Bachelor Nation, um, and which was one of the reasons, which was like also one of the reasons I was like pissed that he was big timing me. I was like, come on, it's Wells. Then I was like, eh, it's Wells. I could see, I could see where maybe he's beyond responding to a text from a stranger or a DM or whatever. Um, and, uh, but then like, you know, they, you send him there because you hope he gets in the way of like some other relationships or whatever. That's my take. This is like a sad, like commentary though, on people taking jobs away from, yeah, like well, it's it's the reverse. Like that was problem. Jorge's job. I know. And no, no, no. I mean, yeah, but that was Jorge's job, and Wells, who doesn't need a bartending job, came in and yeah. Well, I I feel for Jorge. I'll miss him. Uh, and yes, when people get drunk on bachelor shows, it's good, but they also shouldn't get too drunk because that can be bad. That's um, my analysis. Okay, thank you. Last topic, Roger. <laughs> Overnight dates are happening in Spain. Nick's happened in like Sweden or somewhere in Scandinavia. I can't remember. Uh, it, was, Lapland. It, was, it was Finland. You're right. It was Lapland. Lapland. Finland. Yes. Way up. Reindeer. Santa Claus. So this franchise has taken its talents to Europe instead of the Caribbean or like Africa where they used to do this kind of stuff. Do you Southeast think Asia. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, I think that it's ostensibly a, a, a downgrade and potentially cheaper. Although the way that this stuff works is they like the show like almost never pays for any of it. They get some kind of like deal with the tourism board or whatever. Um, would you consider Spain an upgrade or a downgrade compared to other seasons? Well, I I did really like making everyone exist in the cold. Mm. 
Mm. That was that was fun for me. Okay. Um, uh, um, Spain is, it seems like a place they go earlier in the season, you know? Normally they go to like the most tropical right. thing they can find for the for the conclusive, um, you know, well, the, the, what did, did you say? Overnight dates yeah. instead of fantasy suites? I said overnight dates, but you're right. It's, it's, let's call it what it really is. The fantasy suites. Yeah. It's, um, it, I, I, I enjoy bachelor euphemisms. Uh, <laughs> so, so please allow me to say the fantasy suites, which are just regular hotel rooms. Sure. They're really the, the fantasy suite aspect is entirely provided by the bachelor. I guess, um, what, I guess what I'm just trying to get out here is I actually think Spain is really cool. Spain. I, no. Yeah. Spain Especially me, if they're drinking wine with the yeah. old guy. As they might say on the show, Spain is a great place to fall in love. I I'm like, I think that's a really good location. I think it's better than Lapland. Also, Caitlin messed everything up, but they were like in Scotland for forever in Ireland. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sorry. In Ireland. And I feel like Spain is big win over Ireland at least. Um, has there ever been a place where they're like, this is not the place to find love? Um, like, I feel like they go, they went to like the, like the Badlands in South Dakota and they were like, this is a perfect place to find love. You know, they, I, I just want once for them to be honest and be like, it's a place, you know? Yeah, it's Portugal. Somewhere. It's pretty. Well, don't, um, no, don't get at Portugal. I love Portugal. I, I, it was just, I was just naming any country that came to mind. <laughs> Belarus. <laughs> We're here. It's okay. You know, I'm not particularly romantically stoked besides the fact that there are a bunch of attractive people of the opposite gender alongside me. <laughs> I just want them to say that once. Um, I think the word, yeah, when they went to the Badlands, I think you're referring to Crystals as two-on-one with yes. Kelsey and Ashley. Um, I think when Caitlin didn't do hometowns, but instead, like, everyone came to the resort in, in like, Utah or Colorado, that was really, yeah, like de- yeah. That was really weird. That might have been dear. Both families. Yeah. That was, like, really strange. That um, was like someone missed a flight somewhere. Like, they were in, they were in Ireland for, like, six episodes. Like, yeah, half the season. It was ridiculous. But, um, <laughs> I'm very interested in the logistics of bachelor travel me too i know it's particularly I, with paradise like ending and then coming back like who's their travel agent that like organizes all those flights on a on the drop of a hat and yeah i mean say what they're like how do they figure out do they just buy six over there and five coming back yeah I know. <laughs> you know if someone has to i don't know although there there's nothing i think the number one traveler agent of course is the two-on-one date where someone gets abandoned on an island and has to stay there for the rest of their lives. I know. It's not, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's, they, it's very sad knowing that across the world, there are dozens of ex bachelor and bachelorette contestants just left on these islands. <laughs> Stranded. And, yeah. And they never lakes. get to go home. No, they just have to stay there forever. Uh, except um, I remember Chad walked back from the wilderness they showed him walking through the yeah. woods at night. That was great. That yeah. was great. Also, when um, Emily Maynard also like met Ari in the woods to tell him that he was not the one, and he was like upset about it. I liked Ari. They should bring you him back. You think he's still in the woods? He might be. Because that's that's I I think they're like monuments. They should they, or they, if they're not there, they should at least build statues. Like this is where, you know, Olivia was abandoned on a small island in the Bahamas. And <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. 
Um, Roger, thank you for coming on. What a season this has been. It's been like a real emotional uh, roller coaster. Yeah, what so a much news. It's been, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're barely. Rachel towards, is great. We love this, Rachel. The season has been. Well, Nothing but love for Rachel. If you follow the Insta the Ringer on Instagram, you may have seen her on our story last week because uh, we are at the Sports Illustrated fashion thing, and uh, she spoke to us, which was cool. So we can conclusively prove that that she was not or has not yet been killed by Brian's mom. Yes, we can. Exactly. Great. That's really reassuring to me. I try not to stay up with spoilers, so <laughs> I didn't know if that had happened or not. Um, thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. Thank you to Hotel Tonight. We'll be discussing the two fantasy suites. We'll be back on Tuesday next week, I promise. I'm sorry about this Thursday business. And thanks for listening as always. Thanks again to Roger. Things change, the weather changes, your mood definitely changes. So why lock yourself into plans that might change? With Hotel Tonight, you don't have to, because you'll get incredible deals on awesome hotels, even at the last minute. Booking on Hotel Tonight gives you the freedom and flexibility to play things by ear, while knowing you'll score a great price and a great place to stay. So download the Hotel Tonight app to find seriously amazing deals now. And while I have you, did you know that you can listen to Channel 33, Bachelor Party, and others from the Ringer family on Spotify? Yes, the streaming service that you know and love for music is also fully loaded with podcasts. Find us in the podcast section within the Browse tab when you're using Spotify on mobile or just by searching for Channel 33 Bachelor Party. While you're there, click to follow us to have our new episodes delivered right into your Spotify library. Head to Spotify.com slash podcast for more. 